So today, as part of our Upside podcast series, which is powered by Sports Tech Advisors, we have the honor to interview uh, Matt Harden, the head of content and media at the NBA 2K League. So Matt, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you very much for having me. Great. So Matt, you know, what I was hoping to talk to you today is getting your thoughts on the main reason behind the launch of the NBA 2K League 3 for All Showdown Tournament, and then talk about the new studio in New York, and also have your thoughts on um, so far how everything is going with the tournament, and then also getting you a sense of where the content and broadcast experience for the 3 by 3 tournament is likely to evolve in the coming years. So how does it sound? Perfect. I can't wait. Great. So, uh, so Matt, uh, first question is, what was the main goal behind launching the NBA 2K League 3 for All Showdown Tournament? Well, I, you know, I, I think what's going on right now is obviously um, pretty unprecedented. So, um, you know, we wanted a fun way to engage with our, our game during these unprecedented times. Um, you know, while we were encouraged to practice social distancing, it was also important that we stay connected. Um, you know, and we wanted to keep our players and our teams engaged, and we needed a, a proving ground to test remote gameplay and broadcast capabilities too. Um, and so the league came together and very quickly um, came up with this tournament to to sort of accomplish all those goals. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, so could you please talk to us also about, you guys have a new studio, right, that you build in New York. So and that's pretty exciting, right? for your organization. So can you talk to us about that as well? Yeah, of course. I mean, it is exciting. It's, um, you know, obviously bittersweet that we haven't been able to open the doors yet, but, um, you know, we're hopeful we'll get there. And so, you know, when the new arena, when the new arena opens, we'll, we'll have moved from Long Island city and Queens to hell's kitchen in Manhattan, which provides so much more access for fans, teams, our, our partners, um, and media to come, you know, explore and experience our game. Um, and, and from a broadcast perspective, we're super excited. We've, we've added a number of cameras. We'll have a total of 25 to 30 cameras on the floor at any given time. Um, the studio stage will be mic'd to capture in-game atmosphere and dialogue between players because the, the trash talk in our game is pretty famous. And, and, and while we never, you know, condone bullying, the trash talk in the 2K League is pretty intense and it's a ton of fun. And so we want to be able to hear all that. We think it brings our fans uh, closer to the game. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and when should we realistically expect the studio to reopen? It's kind of TBD right now, right? Because nobody knows how long the crisis is going to last, right? So it's probably hard to guess. Yeah, it's really as the as the broadcasting content guy, it's really not my place to answer those questions. You know, my yeah. my goal is to just be ready. You know, for for the day we say go, and you know, we, we've got so many more. Um, exciting things too. I mean, we've got a touch screen for our talent to use with play-by-play -play analysis. Um, we've got tag board integrated this year. So social media conversations can be brought into the broadcast and the arena in real time, and we can uh, respond to them in real time. Um, we've added a streaming pod for guest streamers and celebrities that want to come in and, and host or stream as well. Um, we've added a small studio for content capture in the arena itself. So, you know, I, my goal is just to make sure that that thing is, is ready to roll whenever we're ready to roll. Yep, that makes sense. So going back to the tournament, so what have you learned so far since the beginning of the NBA 2K League 3 for All Showdown tournament? Is there anything that you would have done differently, in your opinion? I don't think I would have done anything differently. I think what I learned, there was a couple of things I learned. Uh, first and foremost was just how incredible our team is and how easily they adapted to this rather aggressive new environment. I mean, they pivoted, you know, we're 180 degrees different 
than we, you know, uh, looking at broadcasting than we were a month ago. I mean, we, we turned the entire ship around rather quickly. And so that first and foremost, I learned how amazing the team is that I work with and for, um, but, but we did, we learned a lot and that was actually the point. And, and one of the main things that we walked away was, was not only the confidence that we could produce a remote game, a remote competition from both a game and league ops perspective to a broadcast uh, perspective, but that we could do it at a really high level in a very quick turn. Um, and, and the truth is we continue to learn and iterate night overnight over the course of the eight nights we broadcast that tournament. Um, and, and we'll take all of those learnings into the regular season when we begin remote gameplay to, to kick off our season. So um, not only was the, the three for all tournament, an incredible success just from a gameplay perspective and a fan engagement perspective, but from a broadcast learning perspective, it was, it was not only incredibly informative, but it was a ton of fun for us to, to create. Yep. I can imagine. Um, so as the head of content and media, right. For uh, the NBA 2K league. So what do you have to do in your opinion to make sure that the fan experience is the best? Uh, it must be terribly complex sometimes, right. To get everything right. It, it is. And, and, you know, obviously with the unprecedented, uh, you know, nature of what we're facing, I, I think the, for me, it's sort of threefold, right? One is, is, is replicate as much as possible the broadcast that fans have come to enjoy. I mean, we're, we're really challenging ourselves to produce the highest quality show despite our obvious challenges, right? Um, and, and there'll be some differences and, and, and we're going to embrace those differences and we're, we're going to learn from those and, and we're going to put the most robust remote broadcast possible out there for fans. Um, and that's for both fans of the league currently and for fans who are learning about us and, and, and want to check us out. So we have to have a really delicate balance between hardcore 2K gameplay and being really open to new uh, new viewers right now. Um, and, and so we're going to put out the most uh, the most aggressive and, and most forward-thinking broadcast we can. And I think uh, two for me would, would be the content part of it. We want more of it and we want to dig deeper into the stories that make up our league. We have some incredible personalities. The stars of our league are incredibly engaging. And I think that they're a key to, to even greater awareness around our league. And so this past off season, we adopted an always on mentality. And, and that's actually helped us sort of face this COVID crisis because we were already in the mindset of producing content daily. We had to change some of the methodologies that we, you know, around production. Um, but, but we were ready for this in, in some odd way. Um, and, and we're going to use all that content in the live broadcast as well. So our, our, our broadcast will have a little bit more narrative structure to it with more, with more content. And the third is just this stay connected from, from social media to the chat and both Twitch and YouTube when we're live, um, with the addition of tag board, you know, our goal is to continue conversations with our fans. And, and the truth is in the first two seasons of the NBA 2K league, um, and I came on in season two, you know, in both seasons, we sort of made a name for ourselves by, by regularly changing or altering our broadcast based on viewer feedback. And I think we'll continue that trend as we develop our remote game broadcasts. I think we're going to learn together with our fans and, and we're going to make changes on the fly. I think going back to my original point that, that we learned how quickly our team can pivot. I think we'll see that as we begin to iterate our remote broadcast as well. That makes sense. Uh, so last questions, you know, really looking forward in the future. Uh, could you please give us a sense of where the content and media experience for the three by three tournament is likely to evolve in the coming years. I mean, what should the fans expect to see in the future, in your opinion? What can you tell us? Well, I think from the 3v3, the, the three-for-all tournament that we, we learned, one thing is that we were um, we were very um, 
bullish on creating a virtual studio. We felt having a home base was very important to us and having a studio show was was part of the offering that we offered in the live setting. So in a virtual setting, we should provide the same. So we rolled out a virtual studio with our friends from Live CGI, which we were very proud of and, and we, we look to continue in the future. Um, I think we also saw more integration of our talent and, and the personalities of our talent, uh, particularly Scott Cole and, and Dirk the caster in, in our broadcast. Um, you know, giving them more opportunity to open up and, and uh, be more a part of the broadcast and help drive the show. That was a, a nice, unique learning that I think will carry forward. Um, certainly um, continuing the integration of social conversations um, and helping that drive the narrative of the show as well will be something we'll carry forward with us. And then one thing that we didn't use in the 3v3 that we'll, we'll bring back for the remote broadcast and, and the live gameplay is um, our overlay, which we do with a company called Muxy currently. Which in, in that offering will become a lot more robust and engaging, including some stat feeds to allow some of our more diehard hardcore fans to follow the game a little differently than the traditional broadcast. So, you know, um, consumer choice, right? You know, the audience choice in, in how they watch us uh, and learning from them as we go. I think those are the big things that we'll carry forward into season three. And the company you mentioned, they do like AR overlay, correct? Yeah, they, they, have, they have an overlay on our on our Twitch broadcast. And so, you know, fans can choose sort of different experiences or to learn different things or participate in, in trivia or polls or, you know, all kinds of fun things that keep them uh, engaged throughout the throughout the games. Great. Well, look, we, we're at the end of the interview, but uh, I just wanted to thank you for your time. Uh, it was very insightful. So uh, thank you very much. No, I appreciate it. For anybody looking to learn more, you know, feel free to go over to uh, NBA2KLeague.com and, um, we're, you know, we're really, we're really proud of what we do. So big shout out to the entire team as well. For sure. But thank you. Thank you very much. We do. So big shout out to the entire team as well.